Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're in the pet space again. I'm so excited. You guys are going to meet a really cool new brand called Paw Purity. Like, it's just got a great name. I can't wait to hear where this came from. Although, I mean, I can understand where it came from, but I just like that coming up with it was probably a lot of fun. Uh, you guys are going to meet my new friend, Lisa Porter, on the podcast today. Lisa, it's so great to have you on the Contender Cast. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, uh, I, as I've told you before, we hit record. I got three dogs, three rescues, and um, two, two now. <laughs> right. I love them. Um, they're not in the room. Uh, you, you know, there's a risk that the, uh, they could start barking anytime during the recording, but not today. Although I should have kept them there. Kind of fun if they they did, but um. So excited to talk to you and, and unpack your background and talk about Paul Purity and what you guys are doing. Um, well, let's do this. Let's start with your own background, what PR and marketing. Before you even got into the pet space, why don't you share with our audience a little bit about your your path before starting the business? Okay, that sounds good. Um, yeah, I started a PR marketing firm. It was mostly PR dealing with the media, getting companies in the news, and it was hardcore media. Let's put it that way. It wasn't social media. It wasn't, you know any of the fluff that you see, it was like hard hitting news. And so um, I did that for so many years. And then when 2008 hit, I realized that all my people, all my clients were in the building industry. So in 2008, there was no building industry. So (laughs) I remember in March when I lost all my clients that I worked for for 15 years. So my gosh. I know. So that's when I kind of got involved in the dot-com world and um, started a company called uh, Pet Hotels of America. Which, I saw that, which is kind of cool. Neat yeah, idea. and uh, that was a cool company. It still is up. It's just rebranded. So what happened with that, because that, that was pretty exciting. Um, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I still managed to make it to Associated Press um, as their as their expert on pet travel because no nobody was allowed to take their pets at that point. You know, I mean, sure. we had to sneak the dogs into hotels. Right. And it's like, quick, get in the suitcase. Right. And so <laughs> they, <laughs> don't bark. <laughs> so nice. so uh, that's why I decided to start that. But it turned out to be really cool. We ended up putting, and it was a lot more work than I ever expected. It took five years to build it. Um, basically, um, you can find... Every every family park, beach, restaurant, event, um, you know where dogs are can and cannot go. Restaurants, everything in every city in the U.S. Plus, you book your pet friendly hotels, and it tells all about those hotels. So we sure. have, you know, all the hotels in the U.S. that are pet friendly on our website. Well, what happened was. You know, being in marketing, you'd think I would have known better, but I decided um, even after being in the L.A. Times four times and you know, Associated Press had me all over the country in every newspaper. Wow, that's you awesome. Know, TV, I know it How was. Cool it was that? an awesome time. You know, I was on TV many times and, and Bloomberg um, or uh, uh, what was the name of the travel expert, CBS correspondent, uh, Bloomberg. 
Peter, Peter, Peter Bloomberg. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, I was on, on all that. So we ended up ranking really, really high. So we were right underneath Expedia. Wow. Unbelievable. Seriously. That's crazy. That's crazy. Cool. <laughs> it, that was about seven years ago. Wow. So me being a marketer should have known better than to rebrand it. <laughs> but I thought it needed a. I, I thought it needed an update, right? Right. <laughs> so I hired a team of developers that I thought they knew what they were doing. But my oh, my boy. website was it still is. It's almost seven hundred pages, and so and there, it's very intricate. So I had top notch developers ruining it for me, and so when they were done rebranding it as vacation pet friendly, they had lost all my rankings. It was not built right, and so it still works the way that it did, but the rankings all gone. So now it's vacation pet friendly. If anybody ever wants to use it, it's still there. Got the map it. doesn't work, but everything else does. So all the all the vacation spots that you want to go to with your pet. You sure. know, the park beaches. I, I'm still getting like thousands and thousands of people going to that website. Unbelievable. It's, it's so informative. How cool is that? That's amazing. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. It was really cool. So anyway, once again, you know, uh, business, um, what is it? The, um, PR and marketing kind of stopped for a while, you know, because of COVID. Sure. And so once again, all my clients <laughs> and even those uh, that I was uh, ready to sign on with, you know, um, said, hey, we're going to hold off, which, you know, that's typical for PR. So if anybody's thinking about getting into PR, take that in mind. First. <laughs> Just remember that, right? <laughs> first lesson learned for today. I love it. First lesson learned. So Second did... lesson learned is you're going to be asked for a lot of proposals and you're not going to get a lot of responses. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is great. We should do a whole podcast on PR. That'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, I can, I you definitely should because oh there's so God. many things that are involved in PR. It would make your head spin. And so many people just don't even know what they're doing in PR, even the ones oh that are in Oh my gosh, PR, so. did you just say that? I'm, I, I will, <laughs> I will not respond. <laughs> so funny. Um, and anyways, where did Paul Purity come from? <laughs> well, Paul Purity happened because, you know, when I was slow with, because of the pandemic, um, I can't sit still. I'm one of these people that have to keep going. And since I've already been involved <laughs> in the it. pet world with vacation pet Right, friendly, 10 years, right? 10 years in the pet space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had these products that, you know, we've been working on. And, well, first of all, let, let me tell you why I even had these products. You know, I had three dogs at one time and all rescues. And um, as soon as they heard me crack open the flea and tick medication I used to put on their neck. I mean, I couldn't find them for 20 minutes. They'd be hiding. They didn't I, want anything yeah, to do with it. I mean, it. spots it. I never heard of. <laughs> it's like, how do you know right. to hide in the shower and close the door? So anyway, I <laughs> I decided <laughs> this cannot be healthy. And so, um, you know, I hated using that stuff on them. And I lived in California at the time and you, you had to use something. Sure. And so, it, I mean, it's not like Orange County is flea infested, you know, really. I mean, Orange County is pretty safe when it comes to fleas and ticks. Sure. And mosquitoes, but, you know, you still have to protect them. So, you know, one of the first products that we developed was flea and tick shampoo. 
And that product, um, you know, it, it's just amazing. I decided what I wanted was I wanted a whole product line of nothing but 100% natural, made in the U.S. Um, the packaging is going to be uh, either biodegradable, recyclable, um, you know, I mean, all of the above. So this this stuff was important. The earth is important. The pets are important. Um you know, and uh, I love that. And how did you go from, hey, I want to make products like the tear stain remover powder for dogs and the flea and tick shampoo and the healing paw conditioner for dogs? Like, how did you go from these ideas to actually having a product? I mean, because you weren't in the product development space, right? How did you figure that out? Well, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what was step one? <laughs> Step one was, you know, it, it just so happened that, um, you know, I got to know this woman that is excellent with herbs. And I know, you know, about herbs and, and stuff too that, you know, for using in um, different solutions. And so we got together and, uh, you know, she, she, she's just amazing. And so we put together a flea and tick shampoo that has, I mean, if I read you some of the stuff, it, it, well, I'll, I'll, I will read you the ingredients. It's oil, <laughs> it's it's olive oil based sure. um, as a cleanser. It has aloe vera juice, distilled water, uh, candela, yucca root, marjoram, lemongrass, hazelnut, red clover, nettle leaf, apple cider vinegar, oh uh, Himalayan salt, vitamin E, honeysuckle, Okay, um, I love it, but who came up with that? How did you figure that out? Where'd that come from? We worked together on it. We Who's worked we? together on it. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she I, I, you know, if you look at my electric bill, my electric bill in the kitchen is like two percent. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I can tell people what to do, but I, I have a hard time doing it. So. Um, yeah, so we worked together on what we were going to put in it, got it, and how it was going to be made, and tested it. You know, tested how did you on test it first. On your yeah, we tested on ourselves. I use it as my own shampoo. Actually. <gasps> oh, wow! Yeah, it's 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 pretty good stuff. So and so um, then we tested on our animals. Okay, and so everybody with, that's with uh, Paw Purity uses it on their animals because I'll tell you what, there is nothing like it. Wow! Um, you know wow. when you you look at the active properties that there's like 18 conditioning properties, 11 antibacterial, nine dander, seven antifungal, six insect repellents that are real, wow. <laughs> not, you know, wow. some synthetic pesticide that you shove into your pet. Right. And five right. anti-inflammatory. So not only is it good to keep pests away, but it's excellent for their skin and stop them from scratching and, you know, tearing their skin apart, you know, because people wow. go to the doctor for allergies all the time for sure. their pets. Absolutely. And half of it's what they put on their bodies. I mean, let me give you an example. I can't wait. Formaldehyde. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Formaldehyde. All right. I'm, I'm, Formaldehyde. I'm here. It yep. got banned out of several countries, right? It did. They, they use it in pet products still in the u.s but what they had to do because they were getting so much slack from it because they were having so many problems it, it's it's linked to cancer but it's easy to find it's cheap and it makes for a long shelf life 
And the FDA said no more. We got to make labeling on pet products a little bit more stringent, you know, because of the issues it was causing. Sure. So they reinvented formaldehyde to be slow release, right? <laughs> right. Well, you know, while it's sitting on the sh- shelf, it's still releasing. So anyway, by the time you get it onto your pet, God knows what you're putting on them. Right. Okay, that's one preserver. Another one is the one I can't even pronounce. It's called isothermal. Thiazoline O. (laughs) Don't ask me. I have no idea what that is. Okay, anyway, it causes allergic reactions. It's synthesized through chemical reactions, and those irritate the dog skin, and as a result, allergies happen. Uh, Parabens, they're linked to increased estrogen levels. Um, So they're known to accumulate in a dog's body, which causes potential health risks over over the long term, like cancer and disruption in estrogen levels. And parabens on labels are listed as something different. You might see ethylparaben, polyparaben, uh, butylparaben, methylparaben. (laughs) So nobody really knows what they're buying. And artificial fragrance, everybody says, oh God, my dog smells so good after going to, you know, to the groomers. It's like, okay, they do. let me tell you about that. <laughs> That's right. It's, oh, my gosh. It's One of the dangers in using this is, 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 it, is they're made out of uh, petrochemicals from crude oil, and that's highly toxic. Got it. So, and, you know, so, so these pet shampoos that include, um, you know, all these different things, uh, you know, especially like artificial fragrance, you know, they contain chemical structures that are akin to pesticides. Wow. So they can slowly poison your dog. So, you know, if you want to keep your dog alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bold. I, all right. So you have these, you have these formulas and I mean, you came out with a lot of products very quickly. I mean, this it's in the packaging and, and whatnot. How did you figure out the packaging? Like, did you have to get oh help God, with that? Stop. Once I started, I couldn't stop. Right. Okay. So how does that this work? Cause I mean, remember you didn't, you never developed a product ever. So how did, did you have to get some help? Did you have people help you? Did you have a company no. help you? Like what did that look like? No, I had to figure out what is a two ounce jar? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why do I have, have to use a certain kind of material for this product? Right. <laughs> what, what, what does a four-ounce jar look like compared to a two-ounce jar? Yeah, okay. That's a good question. Yep. So now I figure out, okay, an eight-ounce. Okay, I can put it in this, but is it dark enough where the UV lights aren't going to destroy the product? So you have to do a lot of research. Unfortunately, sure. once I did the research and figured out, what's what everybody and their brother were making um you know sanitizers so when you go to buy these containers and bottles and stuff like that <laughs> you're all ready you're excited you're gonna go for right. it right yes you, you are and, then... and guess what they have a four to six month waiting time because everybody has Why? bought up all the products all the product got it okay and then you have to figure out what lids go with what what size bottles it's like Oh my God! <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. To tell you how many things I bought that I didn't need, and every day all these boxes would appear at the door. And I'm going, uh oh. <laughs> so, like the guys at UPS, they were they were going back and forth like you know the chain gang. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. 
Wow. It was crazy. So, yeah. So, so, you know, and that's because of COVID and, you know, people buying those products. So, you know, you have to really, really think about all these things. And then when it comes to labeling, you know, since I had been in the industry for so long and one of the things we did was we did a lot of advertising. So my graphic designer is awesome. Awesome. Um, that's wonderful. Yes. Um, we created the logo. And of course, you know, that's fun. I know the logo is awesome, by the way. Getting trademarked and all that. That's always a joy. Um, <laughs> right. And then, you know, but it's just really, really important to kind of plan ahead. And what was really hard for me was I really couldn't when it came to the containers because they started arriving two months, four months, six months. You know, it's like. Right. Oh my God! I had more. <laughs> right. I had more containers than I know what to do with. So, <laughs> so, so where do you now feel? It's like, oh, I have this size container. What can I? What put can in I put that? in it? So you got containers and bottles and 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 whatnot. Where where do you fill the product? Where does that happen? Uh, we have people filling them. Um, you know, it's it's more a matter of of you know making sure that everything's done and processed correctly. Very sterile. We make sure that everything's very sterile. Everything sprayed so down. So it's like a co-packer, or I mean, where did you? Have- yeah, a packing facility. And, <laughs> Got it. And, oh, that's good. And yeah, and we make sure everything's sprayed down, um, you know, with alcohol before we even do anything. No, that's so, yeah. great. All right, so you're selling. You got. I mean, wow. I'm impressed how quickly you got up these products on your site. Again, for those listening, PaulPurity.com. Um, you're selling direct to consumer. What's been the top seller thus far? Uh, everyone loves the paw cream and (laughs) actually it's a, it's a healing paw conditioner and, and it is, I have to say, it's an amazing product. I have a friend that took the dogs up to, he has three dogs too, and took them up to, uh, St. Uh, or Mount Charleston where it was snowing. And one of the dogs, his puppy played in the snow, got frostbite really, really bad. so they used the paw healing paw conditioner for like five days and they're the paws dog couldn't even walk the paws went from red and sore and bloody to perfect wow i have one uh, i'll say this because only you would get this um i have we have one dog who continuously kind of gnaws on her front left paw and then she's kind of we call her three leg after that you know she's always chewing and then she's always hopping around on three legs i'm wondering if i might have to try that yeah try it see what happens i mean interesting one of my um customers has a a greyhound that gets corns and that helped a lot and then she was worried because the you know the dogs like to lick it off um right but they really can't get to the underneath part you know yeah we've tried other things like we've put sock over it you know and then they just she just pulls it off you know we've tried there's nothing there's nothing poisonous in it there's you know it's all healthy so so it's not a big deal number one number two it really does sink in quickly so interesting um, okay the healing paw conditioner maybe coming to my house in atlanta um i'm getting excited um and then you have what is the infection defense ear wash that is our newest one that's uh i'm still waiting for the i i have i have i have the product but i don't like the cap on it so that is a it's it's brand new 
It is, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> I use it a lot. <laughs> right. Because what happens is it prevents ear infections. Like when you go into the water, you go hiking, whatever, you know, with the dogs, right. they get mites in there. Uh-huh. And this basically washes them out. And it also has a, like a natural antibiotic. And um, so it kind of prevents infections. And even if your dog does have an infection, I always, always say go to the vet. But if, you know, if it's something that, you know, you think is, you know, very slight, this will this will keep it really cleaned out. And, and, you know, like I said, it's anti-inflammatory, anti, you know, um, infection. It it has a lot of good products and a lot of good, um, you know, a lot of good um, things. It it has eight antibacterial, seven pain relievers, um, six antifungal, six anti-inflammatory and six soothing you know um and two insect repellents which is good because of the little mites so we don't so so you've just launched these in the last year a lot of products all at the same time how are you building brand awareness and people to to try the product out family first (laughs) oh okay and how's that going no, no. You know, I got family first, but then, um, I, you know, it's it's. I, I started doing a lot of, um, you know, what's it called? Getting getting on gift guides. Sure. Start out with doing that, and because I know PR, I'm able to reach out to the media a little bit easier than most people would be able to because they actually answer their phone for me. Um, and then you know that that's one thing and then also um you know do some facebook advertising and um you know putting it on um you know just just getting it out there as much as i possibly can right um yeah i mean that's great yeah So, so and and now we just got on amazon which they take so much money it's like you know, I like people to come directly to my website, and I'll tell you why. I almost always send a little free gift of another product, a little sample of it. Sure. And I enjoy that, and I give them 15% off their next purchase. That's wonderful. You know, people, people just fall in love with this stuff, you know. Oh, I'm sure. And, and yeah. now that Flea and Tick, uh, you know, I have the Flea and Tick shampoo and the Flea and Tick spray, and Flea and Tick season is going to be here, at least in the Southwest, it is, very soon. And right. so I need to get a jump start on that. It's just hard to keep track of them. No, it's, I mean, if you, I mean, there's no question if you're selling directly off your website, that's, uh, uh, you own the relationship, you get to collect the consumer data, you can put in coupons, you can put in a nice thank you note and all that. If you go through any retailer or online or or in, in store, right. I mean, you know, they, they own that relationship and you're looking at you're productizing at that point which is great i mean it gives you more presence and you have to give up some of the the margin no doubt um what you know you've been in this now for uh, you've done you've done the other business and this one what would be two or three lessons learned you'd share with our audience that are if they're starting a business you know what would be lessons you've you've learned that you'd share with them well there's certain things you have to be aware of that you probably don't even think about and one of them is barcoding um, barcoding is a whole lesson in and of itself. So you kind of have to get that down. And because every single one of your products has to have a barcode on it, no matter where you're selling. 
And it's a good way for you to keep track of it. You also have to have a skew because otherwise you're going to get lost. So a lot of it is organizational work on um, Excel, which is has never been my thing before, but I've become more organized than I ever imagined I, I could be. Um, because if you don't, you're going to get lost. Um, the second thing is um, sell something you really, really are passionate about. Um, and, you know, figure out what you're really what your selling points are and, you know, how you differentiate yourself from your um, customers. And I know that's really hard to do because there's so many, you know, products out there that are the same because I'm up against the wall against all the pet shampoo people. Right. And the and the flea and tick people. And, and so you really, really have to have some kind of a niche and. Um, you know, I'd say just, you know, start your motors. <laughs> sure. Just start your motor. I Literally, I and be ready to work and don't give up. I have been working literally for at least over a year, every single day, including weekends. Um, I took Christmas off. I took Easter off. And I took my birthday off. Wow. And, Literally, I'm up at six, sometimes five, and don't stop till nine. So you've got to have your heart yeah. into it because, no you know, it's like if you're going to do it, do it right. I love that. Um, it's been so great learning about your products, um, paulpurityagain.com. Where else can our listeners find you, find uh, your your brand and whatnot, social and so forth, Lisa? Um, social media has not been my strong point. Working on it. But you can find me at Pop Purity um, on Facebook and Pop Purity USA, I believe it is on Twitter and Pop Purity on, uh, let, me, let me see which one is that, Instagram. I'm on Instagram too. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so Instagram is pretty cool. Yeah, that's been, you know, I, I'm starting to build up a, um, you know, and, and it's, it's just Pop Purity. That's, that's the name. So, Perfect. Yeah, I'm starting to build up some followers 174 you know you know like i said social media isn't my thing because hardcore media was always my thing and now you know with social media it's a little bit it's, gentler genie that's right it takes some it takes some finesse well hey and Lisa, it's hard it's it's, it's right. not as easy as you think no no doubt um but key to building a brand um very very cool um Lisa, it's been so great meeting you. So great to have you on today. Love the products. I'm excited to, to try them out. Um, and I can't wait to, to see where this goes for you. And, you know, as you build awareness, I mean, you're at the early stages here. So it's a pretty exciting time. And I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was, it was fun to talk about all this stuff. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.